I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I'll be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting, and fishing, and loving every day. Good morning and welcome to Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agree and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agree Outdoors. Talking hunting, talking fishing, talking just about anything you can do outdoors for the next hour here on KWSN Sioux Falls, 1230 AM, 98.1 FM. Today's Gone Outdoors is brought to you by Ray's Sport Marine, your local Lund Boats and Bennington Pontoon Dealer in Moorhead. RaysMarineMoorhead.com. Adventure RV across from the fairgrounds in West Fargo, your number one RV dealer in the FM area. AdventureRVSales.com. Are you fishing for a snack or gas in Lakes Country? Lakeland General Store is your one-stop shop in the Lakes area at the junction of Highways 59 and 34 in Dunn Villa. Devil's Lake Tourism, Linex of Fargo. This is Linex Country, home of the adventurous. Ion Ice Fishing in the all-new Ion Alpha Ice Auger and Hot Hole Ice Hole Maintainer and Illuminator. Hotholeice.com. And uh, Mr. Brewer, great to be back. And as we mentioned here, we are coming out on KWSN today down in the Sioux Falls listening area. We have a special South Dakota Sioux Falls edition of Gone Outdoors with content from that part of the world. And it's always fun when we have the opportunity to do that. Yeah, it certainly is. You know, our our next three guests are all South Dakota residents. It's all South Dakota content. The one exception is on this opening segment, we'll probably talk a little bit of non-South Dakota stuff because it's that's what we do in the first segment. We talk about what's going on in our lives. And our lives last weekend, uh, we were in Ottertail County in western Minnesota, and we had the 2023 Brewer Agri Outdoors Family Weekend on the ice. Yeah, and, and Scott, it was on the ice. That's not to say you couldn't do that in many, many of the locations throughout the great state of South Dakota. Well, and yeah, people do. And I, I know people do a lot of the same stuff that we were doing. You know, we, we were hosting families, friends. Uh, we were out there for a couple of days, slept on the lake, ate on the lake, fished on the lake, all of that stuff. You know, we talk ice camping a lot and when you can actually get out and do it, it is so much fun. Well, here's what's cool. We had some of us in in hard houses, right? Wheelhouses, permanent uh, type fish houses. Your son and his wife, they camped in a Eskimo portable, a portable hub shelter. So we kind of had a mixture of each, which I really thought was fun to be able to, to kind of see the, you know, the, the features of what it's like in each of those different ways of ice camping. Yep, and it's all very similar. It's just a little bit little bit different, you know, uh, on your amenities inside. Um, I was very impressed in how camping in that 850, in the, in the Eskimo 850, it's an outbreak edition, so it's got the full door. And we ice camped in it last year too, but we got a new cot this year. It's got bunks on it. Uh, I think it's called a disco bed. 
Disco bed, yeah, folds down into a sofa or a double uh, decker cot. Really yeah. cool. That's very, very cool. And there was so much room in there. They had one heater in there all weekend. Granted, the weather was nice. One one heater in there, and they kept it more than hot enough. I think they even had to turn the heater down occasionally. If anybody is even thinking about ice camping, I highly recommend it because it's so much fun. But one recommendation I would make is think about getting one of the door or one of the fish houses with a full door, like the Eskimo Outbreak series. Uh, because you're when you're moving in and out, you're not tripping on that door. It gives you full access. We were also using one of those for cooking as well. Uh, wait a minute, Scott. We were using it for cooking. I think all the cooking was done by you. Okay. We, I used it for some cooking, and a lot of other people used it for eating. We and, used it for eating. And That's for correct. Up. You know, if, if we didn't have that, there was no way people could have went in there to dish up, you know, yes. to try and keep going through that little triangle door. And it, it worked great. Having, and that was a 650. We've done it in the 850 before, but the 650 worked great. And even the, the 450 would work great for it too. Yeah, it would. And you know what? My eyes were opened because I didn't realize, not that I couldn't have realized this, but you know what? You can cook and fish at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you certainly can. <laughs> and you don't have to use rattle rails. You can flip with one hand and you can jig with the other and watch them mark them and wait for the fish to come in and it worked it worked out pretty good. It was a really awesome time. Campfire on the lake one night. If you've never done that, I would highly recommend that as well. I mean, just uh, setting up that little fire out there. We had the fire burn fine. It does not melt the hole in the ice. Yeah. And little depression maybe uh, in the ice where it was, but that was it. You gotta you gotta make sure you you go back to your days of scouting and whatnot and clean up when you're done with that. But yep. other than that, what a great great time. Yeah, you know what I ended up doing worked out really well. All the wood that we burned, I put in a Rubbermaid tote, and then when we were done, we just took a shovel and scooped it all back into that Rubbermaid tote and then disposed of it when I got home. That way there's no sign that you really really did it, except for the slight depression uh, in the ice, which wasn't very much. I mean, it, we had a big fire going, and it maybe melted down maybe a half inch. That's about it. But it sure felt good to have that fire you know, out on the ice after the sun went down, uh, been, like you say, we've been hosting, we had people come and visit, we had some excursions out onto the lake fishing, and, you know, kind of end of the day, everybody was together in that campfire, and, and you could just feel the heat resonating out of that fire. It was really a great experience. Yep, the whole weekend was, you know, during the day, granted, we had, we had this big base camp, and then during the day, we went out and ran around checking out different spots, trying to find some different species. Although we were on a multi-species spot, which makes it a lot of fun because then you got a chance to catch fish all day long. Uh, but some of us also went out and chased after some crappies, chased after some tulabies and did all that. And you, you just got a short little snowmobile ride or truck ride or whatever it is that you're driving and you're back to a nice warm fish house again. Yeah. So, so much fun. And, uh, of course, it helps to have good people around, too. And and uh, we all have our good people, right? Us and all of our listeners, we have our people and the people we love hanging out with. And that makes it that much more fun and exciting. And, and um, yeah, I can't wait till next year. Yeah, me neither. Um, I, I think the moral of this story, and it got to be kind of a long story, is if you've never tried ice camping, and we've talked about this a few times already this year, highly recommend you put it on your bucket list. 
whether it's in you're going out in a hard house, uh, if you have if you rent a hard house, or if you're just bringing your portable, go out there, spend a night on the lake. Ideally, try and pick one of the nicer days, you know, where it's not 30 below. Yeah, and thank you for doing that, Scott. We yeah. worked out perfect. Although we did it when we did it last year, it was 24 below when we got up in the morning, and everything still worked out all right. So you can do it in super cold weather as well. Yeah, absolutely. Scott, as I mentioned early on here, we have a uh, Fox Sports KWSN Sioux Falls edition of Gone Outdoors. We're talking everything from that part of the world today. We're going to welcome Nick Harrington, South Dakota Game Fish and Parks here in our next segment. He's going to be talking about some of the things that are available in the state facilities, state uh, properties here during the winter months. We're going to visit with Craig Euler uh, about an event he has going on. Now, he was on the show not too long ago, and in that conversation, this event came up. We don't typically bring people back to back here in that short of a time frame, but we couldn't pass it up. Uh, Craig's got just a fantastic event that he has had going on for quite some time. We're going to hear all about it today and uh, what that event does out there in Rapid City. And we're going to check in with our buddy Chad Schilling. Chad Schilling, Oahe Wings and Walleyes, and uh, find out what's going on in his part of the world as far as uh, ice conditions, walleye bite, and all that good stuff. It's going to be a great gone outdoors, folks. Don't go away. We'll be back after the short break with a whole lot of outdoor talk. Don't worry about the price of gas. I've been wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting 